You're listening to the My NFT Journey podcast. Each week our host Andy Storch will share his journey and newly found passion for non-fungible tokens. Welcome to My NFT Journey. My name is Andy Storch and this is a podcast where I share my NFT journey and information that I'm learning so that I can help you on your NFT journey. And you might be just starting out, just learning about NFTs and that's great. I've created this podcast as a resource for you. Or you might be into the journey and you're looking for refreshers and that's great as well. And I got to tell you, as I record this about six months into my NFT journey and I know a lot and yet at the same time, I still feel like a beginner and I'm still learning new things every day. And that's why I created this podcast and my NFT free NFT guide to help you and others learn about NFTs because I am passionate about this space. I think it is the future of everything. And now if you haven't listened before and you don't know me, I'm an author, speaker, consultant in the corporate space. I'm not some techie expert on the blockchain, um, just someone who's gotten really enthusiastic and invested a lot of money, frankly, into NFTs because I believe in their potential and possibility and everything that's going on in this space. And if you want to get a free guide, my free guide to learning about NFTs and find out more about this podcast, you can go to andystorch.com slash NFT. Now, today I want to talk about the difference in how you acquire NFTs and the difference between minting versus buying them on the open market, usually on OpenSea. So when you hear people talk about minting, and if you've been listening to this podcast from the beginning, you've heard me talk about minting different projects like VFriends and what else have I minted that I've talked about, Board Ape, Yacht, uh, Board Ape Comics, a few other things. And when I had my friend Bennett Phillips on, I know we talked about minting a couple different places. So when you mint an NFT, M-I-N-T, like minting a coin, it's basically it's, you're getting it from its debut, from its very beginning. So a creator which could be a big influencer you follow. It could be an artist. It could be a company. The creator of the NFT is making it available for the first time. They're setting, usually setting a set price. Typically, you'll see mints, uh, new NFT projects being minted at around 0.04 or 0.05 or 0.06 Ethereum, which obviously, if you've been listening, you know varies. The Ethereum ETH price varies when they say 0.05 Ether. That's 0.05 of an ether. And as I record this one ether is about $3,500. So that's about 175 bucks to mint an NFT. Now, sometimes it could be a lot more if it's a project that is in high demand, or sometimes the creators actually use an auction and the use of what's called a Dutch auction has become more popular since uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V used it when he debuted V friends back in May of this year. And the Dutch auction is kind of the reverse of a regular option. It starts at a high price and then comes down slowly over a period of time, usually 24 hours, until it hits what's called a floor price. And then it stays there until somebody buys it or they decide to remove it from the market. So the V Friends launch back in May, which was really the first time I jumped in and bought NFTs and I bought five of them from that launch, there were different characters and different rarity levels and different prices, but we'll just look at the standard core VFriend NFT. They started at one Ethereum with a Dutch auction dropping down to 0.5 Ethereum, which at the time, an Ether Ethereum was at about $4,000, basically an all-time high when that happened in May. So dropped from 
one ether, which was nearly 4,000 down to half an ether, which was 2,000. Now that's a much more expensive project than the typical one that launches, but Gary Vee had a big name and a huge following, right? And it still, it took it a few days for it to sell out, but it did eventually sell out 10,000 of them. And now they're worth much, much, much more. As I recorded this, I think the cheapest one is about 10 ether, which is like $40,000, right? So, or $35,000. So it's gone up a lot in price. Not everything does that, right? But more of the widespread projects that I see out there are saying, hey, we have 10,000 or 8,888 uh, NFTs available at different rarity levels. You can mint them on this date, you know, say starting on November 1st at, you know, noon Eastern time, we're opening it up and you can go in, uh, you connect, you go to their website, usually not the OpenSea, connect your wallet. So you have your MetaMask Chrome extension, which we've walked through in the past. And you go to that website and you verify it's a trusted website. So you go there from their Discord channel. If you're interested in this project, I highly recommend either from their official Twitter channel or their Discord and you look for the official links in their announcements or their official links thread on Discord. You don't ever follow anybody's DM or email to send you to a website to go mint something. You, if you're interested in a project, you go to their Discord or their Twitter you find their official website and then it's okay once you're there to connect your wallet and then it's going to say mint and how many do you want to mint and sometimes there's a limit of 10 or 20 something like that if they're if they think it might sell out now what i'm seeing more and more these days is projects using what's called a whitelist which means that uh, people who apply or who are active in discord get on this this quote unquote whitelist it's kind of like the the early list the vip list and you can go mint uh, usually for 24 hours before it's available to the public. Now, I think this is starting to get a little silly because the whitelist is usually available to everyone. I mean, there's no reason why you can't get on it. And so I'm looking at one that is minting, as I record this in mid-October, The uh, Tom Bilyeu, who has a big brand and podcast called Impact Theory, is doing a mint for a big project with different tiers, different levels. And he had a whitelist to go early and then a public sale, and then it goes into a Dutch auction. So that one's really complicated. But I'm seeing many of these now with a whitelist for the first 24 hours. It's kind of like those in the know that have already been in the Discord before the launch uh, get on a list, and then they are able, they're able to, they're kind of guaranteed to get a mint, to mint at least one or 10. And then after that, it's available to the public, and it could sell out quickly or it might not sell out at all. And what you see is, depending on the price and the demand, Sometimes these things sell out in as little as an hour, and other times they sell out in days or weeks, and sometimes they never sell out at all because there's just not enough demand there. So you really got to do your homework, do your research, look at the project, see what's going on. Do you think it's going to be in demand? And then the other factor that I want to throw in, so you mint, you're excited about this project and excited to get in early. And so you mint it. And now when you go to their website and you connect your wallet, you click mint for, let's say, five of them. They're going to automatically show up in your wallet in MetaMask and on in your account on OpenSea. So if it's all connected, usually is, then they're automatically going to show up there. You don't have to do anything else. Now, many of these projects do what's called a reveal. So let's say there's 10,000 of them. They all have different types and different rarity traits. You don't know what you're getting until you buy them. And then they quote unquote reveal themselves. And then you see what you got. And is it good or is it not? Many people jump into a lot of mints and it's like playing the lottery because they're hoping for that really rare one that's worth 10 ETH 
while the rest are only worth 0.05, which is kind of crazy, but that stuff happens all the time. I have yet to win one of those lottery tickets, by the way. Now, the other way you can buy NFTs is on the open market. And the number one place to go is OpenSea, O-P-E-N-S-E-A dot I-O. And that's where you can buy NFTs in the open market. And when people mint these NFTs, so let's say you got excited about this project called Goat NFT or something. You love goats. And you go to the website and you mint it and other people are doing the same thing. It automatically appears in their wallet at OpenSea and they will automatically show up on OpenSea. And then people can list them for sale. And if it's in high demand, they might be listing them for higher than they minted them from. The other interesting thing is that we also see people often listing them for less than they minted for because they were entering the quote unquote lottery and they didn't get what they wanted. And now I guess they just want to get out of the project. So one strategy you can take, I've noticed, is that if you want to get a project to watch the mint, see how it's selling and look to possibly buy on OpenSea instead of doing the direct mint. It's, it's really up to you. I don't recommend one strategy over another, but I wanted to make you aware so you can watch it on OpenSea. You can see how many there are, what they're selling for. And if you miss a project's mint, that's okay because you can always go to OpenSea and you can buy them on the secondary market, just like you would buy something on eBay after it was already released and sold for the first time or tickets on StubHub if you missed the initial release by the band or Ticketmaster, whatever it may be, right? So you can always buy it on the secondary market. And if the demand is high, it might be more than the mint price. And if demand's low, it might be less than the mint price. It just depends on the project. It depends on what's going on in the economy and everything else. And so it just varies all the time. But I wanted you to have that information as you are starting to look at buying your first NFT projects. If it's a project you're interested in, again, Reminder, do your research, check their Twitter, go into their Discord, see what the announcements are, talk to people, look at their website, look at the roadmap, see what's going on, see what what you think, if you like it, and then get ready for that mint day and time. And maybe try minting one or two, you know, spend a few hundred dollars. Or if it's something that's already come out, you can go on to OpenSea and you can buy one right there. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. I hope it was helpful for you. We've got more coming to you in the future, and I'm looking at bringing on some more guests as well to help both of us on our NFT journey. This has been my NFT journey with Andy Storch, and I want to remind you, I have created a free guide for you to help you walk you through how to think about NFTs, how to buy NFTs, how to avoid scams, everything you need to know about the NFT world, and you can go grab that for free by going to andystorch.com slash NFT. All right, thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Thank you.